What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor, man. Old fashioned humor. Old humor. Yeah. Old fashioned yeah. humor. Why? Now yeah. that TikTok humor. Now that memes and, and, and singing along and dancing to dancing to, to things and all that, yeah. Hey, what's just this shift last year at the end of the year? You just wanted to dance, dance, dance all the way, only. No, I, what I, changed, I, man? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I think the long form storytelling is where where it's at, lah. Really, that, that that's fuck. La. I bet next month you're gonna be jumping on some trend again. <laughs> possibly, Confirm. possibly. Confirm. Possibly, yeah. but yes, yeah, and like the, the memes are a scary machine. Yeah. I mean, the memes are one of my favorite parts of our Reddit. So, so please, the memers out there, please don't stop. Yeah, keep them I know coming. Terrence secretly loves them, lah. I do, I do, really. You uh, do, man. But yeah, it's a, it's a. How's, how's the weekend for you, man? Uh weekend was, was good. I guess weekends, like I've, I've come to realize, like ever since I moved in with my uh, now fiance, the weekends just uh, fly by for good reason, lah. And I don't even have a kid or anything yet, so. Mm. So so it flew by like uh, catching up with friends, family, uh, work stuff, cl- mm. cleaning house, almost like the usual. Uh. But what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean a lot of time uh, spent you know with the kid and and family, and all. But I think uh, I sort of reached the age where, yeah, just any any time to, you know, focus on, on yourself or your family and uh, and your loved ones and all is, is is damn good lah. Is 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 a very blessed. Very blessed time, yeah. blessed hashtag blessed man. Correct, correct, correct. But yeah, I yeah. think yeah, yeah. Over time, yeah, you realize hanging out with friends and family, fucking important, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking important. Is the lifeblood. This is stuff that keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you have to listen to a podcast, you can forget your friends and family. That's fine. You know, just uh, <laughs> go into this solitary mode where you listen to a podcast. That's all cool. Just make sure after that you spend time with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so was that our plug for our podcast? No, you're right. Uh, it it could be the segue for our po- podcast, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then would you like to to for me to pass on the the baton to you? Of course, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, as always, if this podcast, uh, if you're listening, whether you're driving, whether you're trying to fall asleep, whether you're exercising, or even cooking or doing your dishes, you know, if this podcast has touched you in a certain way, please do tell one other person about it because. You know, we've built our audience that really trusts us and, and we hope that trust can can parlay into, uh, you know, something larger for our community as well. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, it I has. See, I see your, uh, your like setting it, up. Uh. Exactly, <laughs> like it has for the, for a fellow media, for a fellow media outlet in the local, in the local community, uh, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what is this, <laughs> what is this first topic we're talking about? Uh? Um, it's about the recent kerfuffle in parliament between uh, Josephine Teo and some opposition MPs, namely Pritam Singh and Leong Manwai. Mm, um, mm. And it's, it's the latest chapter in a long-going discussion about the fate of SPH, which is now known as uh, SPH Media Trust. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all started and, with the umbrage, the umbrage issue, la, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. That's where it all began. <laughs> the umbrage. There was like, what, last, last April, last May? Yeah. Um, and since then, which we will probably get into, uh, like what has happened since then. But the most recent thing is um, MP uh, Minister Josephine Teo's response uh, on Friday, March fourth, during Parliament, to questions from Leong Manwai and Pritam Singh about uh, whether or not the government really needs to inject nine hundred million into the SPH Media Trust over the next five years, like, And mm. more specifically, Leong Manwai questioned. Like, you know, on one hand, you are increasing the taxes and all that. So where is this money going to come from? Is there no other way to get the money? And Pritam Singh questioned the, the, the potential conflict of interest. Like a lot of the money from SPH is coming from the government. Mm. So that's, that's the, broad, the broad happenings. Yeah. But yeah. What, what made you so excited to talk about it? Um, I think it's uh, important to know that for, for everyone, uh, as dry as the topic as it sounds, uh, it's important for everyone to know where our news media primarily will be getting its funding from. Uh, I think mm. during the whole during the whole Umbridge incident, 
uh, General Umbridge managed to deflect a lot of attention from what actually what the content of what he was actually saying, like, right? Uh, when he General took Umbridge to reporter, yeah. Uh, we're talking about the CEO of SPH, like, Ng Yat-chun. Uh, he, yeah. he managed to he attracted more attention over his his comments than than the actual the meat of what was happening. Like that the SPH was spinning off the you know the ailing media business into a semi non profit right and or a full non profit. Mm. Um, which would allow it to get funding from uh, both private and, and public sources, like, right? Uh, that means they could yeah. do crowdfunding or they could get external investors and things like that, uh, or, or mm. get public funding. Right? And right now, it's, it's been deemed uh, that the government is the one who's going to provide the funding for SPH Media Trust, which is this new organization set up to, 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 uh, as the, to take over the whole media business, like, right? Um, with mm. a new new management team, new directors, everything, and it's the government who's going to be footing the bill for SPH Media Trust, la. So yeah, uh, I think uh, yeah, it, it's it's important that that we we talk a little bit about where where all the money to pay our journalists and the editors of of Straits Times and Leonard Taupo and all our newspapers are going to come, it's going to come from, la. right? Mm. How about so, you? What, like, so what, know, what, what, what do you think of this when, when uh, it was suggested as a topic? Um, at first, I thought it was like, huh? Like, this one still got uh, new development. Uh. I thought like mm. over the past few months, we've heard so many things. There was an umbrage comment which happened at a press conference la, to announce mm. the fact that they're going to be pivoting their business and all that. Yep. Then since then, there was a talk of, um, yeah, there's going to be this new company limited by guarantee, this non-profit, and then the government's going to put money. So for me, it was like, okay, it's done and dusted. Mm. And uh, I just thought it was interesting, more about uh, Josephine Teo's responses um, mm. as opposed to the whole thing. Like, because, okay, you know, you say it's a dry topic, right? It's really fucking dry as shit. Um, yeah. And when I tried reading up, I'm still a little confused. Mm. I'm still a little confused, right? but I know this... This falls within the the rabbit hole of corporate uh, politics that you that's your jam lah, right? Oh, what what what's the the main the main confusing thing for you? So okay, so so to start off, SPH for the longest time, or at least for most recent times, what there was the media arm, but a whole bunch of other arms, one of which is property also lah, right? Mm, 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 correct. Right. So yeah. the 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 thing here was to spin off the media arm into mm. um. Uh, a company limited by guarantee la, which mm. in essence is a non-profit la. yeah right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. so 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 then there was this talk of the property arm being bought over by an entity like Cascaden or, mm. or something like that mm. so this injection of government funds is going into the S- the media, media arm SPH Media Trust SMT that's what they call it la. SMT yeah. Yeah. Which is the CLG, right? Yes, the company limited the, by guarantee. Yeah. So it's almost they are decoupling the the media from everything else, like the property correct, and all the shit, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Actually, ah, I, think, I think clarifies a lot of things. No, I think uh, where where it's confusing is that you're thinking of it in reverse, lah. You're thinking of SPH ah. first as for first and foremost as a diversified, uh, as a diversified uh, conglomerate with a lot of different businesses and all. Whereas actually, mm. the way to think about it is that SPH originally in its original intention and all, uh, and, and 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 correct me here if I made broad, I'm making broad strokes like, but I'm just I, I'm going to skim over a lot of the big details like, right. Uh, I think mm. back then they they consolidated a lot of the different newspapers, uh, and then put it under one umbrella uh, called SPH like, right. And SPH mm. really was really was a essentially a monopoly on the. On the printing, the the printing, uh, news publishing business la. so mm. for many years it enjoyed uh, this fantastic, um, fantastic uh, monopoly la, Monopoly right? on on, mm. on uh, printing newspapers and being the only source of uh, news that that locals can really uh, rely on la. Whether it's for local news mm. or international news and all that, and uh, you know they they did well, and I think uh, they went they they. They went uh, public and and also even and started to diversify into other forms of of um, of business uh, to make money yeah. like, right because mm. at the end of the day when you go yeah. public and you know, all it's about shareholder uh, maximizing shareholder value like, right so mm. obviously in Singapore every big company goes into property you know becomes a property developer yeah. so they that's that's what they did and they started to also 
you know, make 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 good money on from there as well, like, You know, managing properties, and 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 being a running it like a real corporate conglomerate and all that. But at the same time, the media industry started to change, and you know, digitalization and and all that. The internet started to happen, and uh, people just read lesser and lesser newspapers, lah. So subscription revenue mm. fell, and advertising revenue fell to a point where where uh, SPH, which was traditionally seen as a, like a blue chip company that could never lose money because of its monopoly uh, in the in the in the space, right? Uh, it actually made its first mm. loss, like, I think, reported its first loss in twenty twenty or something, and that's yeah, when alarm bells started ringing. Or that that people were realizing like, oh shit, you know, it's 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 really no joke, like, The the media the media business is bleeding so much that even with like uh, having diversified its portfolio and all, uh, SPH is not providing value for shareholders and all. So uh, I think that's where that's where like uh, understanding that why spinning off the media business uh, seems like such a crazy thing to do because that's like spinning off the original business that you were doing like that. You know what I mean? It's almost uh. it's like disowning your your first son. <laughs> Or if anything, right? Mm-mm. And and then mm. your adopted children become like the the heirs to the the throne. So, and and the name of the company, Singapore Press Holdings. Now it's like the SPH doesn't even, it's not even referring to the 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 media business anymore. Really, it's been spun off into, uh, SPH Media Trust. So yeah, mm. I, I guess that's where uh, fundamentally, or, or you can say philosophically, it, it doesn't seem to make sense for a lot of people, Because like, it seems like, eh, in the good times, like uh, yeah, the shareholders, the management, all enjoyed the fruits, the the profits, and all that, right? And then how come now when mm. when when shit hits the fan and it's bad times? I mean, it's not just SPH, like, I mean, every media company is struggling through digitalization, right? Every traditional media yeah. company. So how come is it now? Now is it that when the times are bad, suddenly you decouple that that business from the property business and everything, and then like, and then the government or at least the taxpayers lah, right, have to be the one footing the bill for this lah. So you socialize mm. the losses, but you privatize the profits. Ah, that's what a lot of people are saying. Ah, wow, socialize uh, the losses but privatize the profits. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, Terence, yeah, I think yeah. your 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 summary skills ah, has has gotten a lot better no, over oh, the years. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, 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 summary skills because because like I guess what what you're saying essentially okay so based on that I think one big thing also was the editorial integrity of SPH right mm. because if if SPH the bigger group which uh, in its original state was also doing property but also doing media in some way you could argue that oh some of the property revenue can fund the media lah but by yeah. spinning out the media and making it non-profit and kind of almost somewhat beholden to the people who give the money mm. there's no other source of income yeah. and that's where the questions are like hey but if you're going to get all your money from donors and MCCY how the fuck are you going to stay uh, like uh, neutral yeah, yeah let's say let's say MCCY things, right? uh, or the MCI like Ministry oh. of Communication Information Arts uh, yeah. MC or whatever whichever ministry it is uh, let's say that ministry like there's some scandal or something like that you know will you be trusted as a media company to cover uh, the whole thing, uh, you know, uh, wholeheartedly and 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 with full transparency, lah, right? So, so that's the mm. big question, mm. uh, Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so that set the stage. So last year, April twenty, like April May, when uh, the then CEO first mentioned the Umbridge thing, there was mm. the announcement that this was going to be spin off. Over the yeah. next few months, there was talk about what that's going to look like. And on February sixteenth, Josephine Teo announced that the MCI, the Ministry of Comms and Information, will be giving 180 million a year over five years. La. And yeah, responding yeah. to that were the questions from Pritam Singh and Leong Manwai. Yep, yep, yep. Correct. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, okay. So, so I mean, when, when Josephine Teo mentioned that, yeah, la, it talked about uh, there's going to be uh, various KPIs set up. Uh, mm. It won't influence editorial independence. Um, and she... <laughs> she she kind of like also re- her responses to Pritam. Basically, Pritam said, "Minister, we're close to one billion of government funding for SMT committed over the next five years. How will we? How will the government assure Singaporeans that SMT's content will not be tainted by allegations of political interference?" Mm. Basically, saying if you're getting money, then uh, how are you not gonna cover? How are you gonna cover politics neutrally, la? Yeah. 
So I, I think the thing that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way is when Josephine Teo responded, she kind of said, oh, you know, I expected Mr. Singh to ask his question and and uh, he seems to suggest that people don't trust journalists in mainstream media. Mm. And But if you look at the readership and all, a lot of people still read it, still consume it, so they must trust the media. Mm. Mm. She so, said, and she referred to a Reuters, uh, Reuters survey or something about whether Singaporeans trust the local media, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. She keeps saying so, like it's, it's Reuters. It's not even like our own survey. It's independent survey. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Leong Man Wai in the the true like blunt style, he was just asking questions, making statements like it's evidently a bad deal. Do we have an exit plan or do we keep funding SPH Media Trust? Mm. Um, and and just the questions that I guess a lot of people have. Uh, sometimes I think Leong Man Wai is recording his own podcast in Parliament. You're not asking the questions <laughs> that maybe yeah. are on people's minds because as much as you say, oh, you know, like he brings up all these hypothetical questions, it's nice to have someone to ask their questions. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. Right. But, I think it's important. So, la, important. So, these questions are important also la, to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So so with that whole setting and the stage set and all, like, what, what are you thinking uh, from someone who, you know, just consumes the news about Josephine Steele's response and... Young man, wise questions. Like, where's mm. your mind at right now? I mean, um, I think one thing to remember as well, especially relevant to us as well uh, as you know, content creators, is that uh, MediaCorp also receives public service broadcast funding, uh, right? You know, PSB. Mm. When we talk about PSB values and all that, and uh, a lot of shows that have been commissioned, even shows that we have done, uh, the the fund, the, the budget, and all that also comes from this public service broadcast funding, right? Um, mm. And uh, a lot of times it's about uh, producing uh, what they call vernacular content. It means like content in the mother tongues, right? The different mother tongues to, to ensure yeah. that there's a diversity of programming. There's enough programming for the even the minority communities and uh, and also um, content that, that supposedly is in, in the public service. That means obviously nothing... Nothing too violent or, or extremist or anything like that, lah, right? So mm. uh, you know, when 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 you as a producer accept the funding from from MediaCorp to to do a program like that, right? Uh, yeah, lah, we 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 understand that it comes with certain responsibilities as well, lah, right? And and certain things that you can't say or do as well, lah, right? Like no vulgarities mm. and things like that. So yeah, is it that? Uh, and and yeah, but 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 then would you say that you you are now a government mouthpiece after you've taken the money as a producer? Uh, I'm not a government mouthpiece, uh. but the there's a bit of like something at the tip of my mouth that just as I'm about to say something, right? Mm. It'll, it'll there'll be a little like electric shock, like Are you sure you want to say this? Uh, sorry, mm. you can't say this. And, you're, you're, and no, you're saying figuratively, lah, figuratively, not literally, lah. Figur- yeah, figuratively. Okay, you're not like wearing a, a shock <laughs> collar or something. <laughs> Yeah. If they give us the grant, they put a like shock shock tooth in our mouth. Uh. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. No, I, I guess what what irks me about this is that, I mean, like, uh, of course, if you're getting money from someone or there's a commercial aspect to it, especially if it's a government or or some ministry, there will be certain curbs on on content like. And I think right now. So like Josephine you're trying to play that down and Ng Yat Chung saying you know like you know you're just by asking the question of like uh, whether we can maintain inter- uh, intellectual integrity is you know demeaning to the journalist I'm like fuck you lah okay <laughs> like everybody knows it is not completely transparent um, and, and there are restrictions uh, and all that lah so that's what irks me is like rather than kind of I guess they can't acknowledge it but mm. like I I think it's common understanding. Like, and if you speak to any journalist, a lot of, I mean, we've spoken to our own fair share of journalists and we know people who have left mainstream media. We know people who are feeling jaded. We started this podcast and one of the reasons was because we was getting sick of mainstream news. Mm, mm. So, so, so you, uh, you're saying, what you're saying is that, um, that, that it, not right now, it, it feels like they're just outrightly denying any kind of editorial uh, oversight, la, right, by the government. As yeah. opposed to yeah. compared to say the public service broadcast funding from MediaCorp, 
it's very clear that yeah. it's public service broadcast funding. There are these values that need to be stuck to. There are these restrictions. There are these guidelines. So at least you 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 go in with your eyes open, lah, right? Whether as a viewer or yeah. as a producer, you know that okay, this is public service money, so it needs to follow public service broadcast values. Whereas now, uh, what they're doing is they're giving money to SPH, but they're saying that um, they're giving us sorry, giving money to SPH Media Trust, but they're trying to say, oh no, but it's completely independent still, and nothing. And yeah, there's nothing that they're, they're going on, or there's no expectations of them to be independent, blah blah, or that lah, right? And that that yeah, and you, that rubs you the wrong way, lah. That's what you're saying. That fucking rub me until go abrasion, no? Because <laughs> because I I think that's that's one of those things that if you ask me, do I believe MediaCorp like should produce free for all content that anyone can say anything? I would say no because they are a national broadcaster. They do yeah. free to air and that yeah. there should be some constraints. La, but mm. to their credit, when we apply, when we pitch a TV show or something, there are these things we know. La, this is the sandbox you play in. Doesn't mm. mean you can't make great content. Yeah, yeah. But that's what rubs me the wrong way. La. But what, what about you? Uh? No, I, I think you raised a very good point. That, that, yeah, it's uh, like you say, like, uh, we know what the sandbox is, la, right? Whereas in this mm. one, like, um, the, you know, the government, the government is giving a very, very nice big sandbox to, to SPH Media Trust. But they're trying to tell us, no, but there's no sandbox there. You know? Yeah, like, there's, there's, there's no, no sandbox. sandbox. I don't know what sandbox you're talking about, Pritam. You know, there's no sandbox. It's invisible. Uh, and, and yeah, that, that just feels, it's like the unbridged comment. Uh, they're like, what, do you think people are stupid or something? Like, right? it may, it may, in this day and age, it makes people feel that way. Like. And trying to use Reuters yeah. to, to, to the Reuters survey. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we don't have much choice other than Straits Times when it comes to the newspapers here and all, right? So uh, those surveys also don't really mean much to us because if you ask for local news, there's really not much, there's really hardly any choice that we have, right? Uh, yeah. so, so whether I trust or not is, is I mean, some people also, the, the word trust, I mean, in the end, at the end of the day, how that survey is conducted also is uh, has to be questioned, right? When you When there's no real choice, between trusting or not trusting, right? Uh, yeah. Because you don't right. trust means you just don't read at all. Lah. And then then there's no, you don't even consume any local news at all. So uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't trust any survey that, that, that asks you about the local media like that. Lah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just, um, I, I do understand you know, why why people are upset and, and uh, you know, why, why these questions are being asked in parliament. Lah. And, and I, I guess it also doesn't help like what you say, like where the, the response seems almost a bit, uh, especially to Pritam, for example, saying that it's so predictable that you're, what you're saying, what this, that you're asking yeah, this question. This it just feels, yeah. it's politicking at its finest. And at this point, I think it's not so much about politics, but more about answering about, about taxpayers' money. Because yeah. these are legit questions, uh, given the, the rise in uh, GST, the rise in the cost of living in Singapore and everything. Uh, yeah, like yeah. nine hundred million dollars is not a small amount to of money to 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 ask questions about, lah, Right? Yeah, maybe next time, anytime you shit on uh, any idea, I'll be like, oh, Terence, Mister Chia, that was so predictable because it's <laughs> such a fucking annoying phrase, right? Yeah. No, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they also brought up examples of like the Guardian and the New York Times, but that's where I also feel like, yo, the media landscape in the UK and the US are completely different. Yeah. You cannot do that sort of apple to apple comparison, lah. And yeah. I guess what irks me also is the fact that by them, uh, kind of phrasing it that way, it takes away from the very real issue that media companies are getting like screwed left, right, center by the by the current landscape, lah. And I think most people can understand that. Mm. And of course, we want a local publisher, a local broadcaster, um, and we understand if they need injection of funds, but. You kind of need to be honest about about that, like, Because when when like if you look all around the world, every company in media is is facing a tough time, like Even like I don't even know whether Netflix is is profitable or they took a long while to get there. So mm. so it's it's a thing, like. But by them packaging it like this, phrasing it like this, it feels like yo, we know the problem. Stop stop sugar coating it uh, with like some artificial sugar that when we taste, we're like, hey, yeah. Why don't you just mm. give us? Give us the, the the things that are not so sweet because I think most people can understand la, that the, it's no longer the same line. If they need injection of funds, sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the thing is we don't want to see the the local newspapers disappear either, la, right? I think mm-hmm. even even for us as we criticize or we say a lot of things, 
uh, about the local press. Uh, the truth is, we we do need we do need a local press. Like we do need a local newspaper that looks in local issues that that devotes uh, resources and journalists to look into the topics. Yeah, otherwise, how we do like. this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah, of the yeah. news we read is from local news, right? Yeah, right. a lot of it, and. Um, yeah, so the, the the truth is we do want to see SPH Straits Times uh, be better la, be a better newspaper, be a better publication and and, and, and be something that really uh, makes us proud la, on the international scene as well. You know, for example, like New mm. York Times. I mean the the, the fa- I remember the, the when I first went to school in the US I was just asking some random uh, older student, Hey, what can you recommend me any any newspaper? You know, for you know, a foreigner to to really understand what what the local issues are, not local lah, but I mean, American issues are. But then they're like, New York Times, hands down, best newspaper in the world. You know, they said it with so much pride uh, that I have never heard any mm. Singaporean say that about Straits Times lah. You know, <laughs> so yeah. so to me, it's like wow. Uh, I mean, yeah like It could just be blind patriotism, but at the same time, the fact that people are proud of the the paper and and, and do do trust the paper to a, a certain degree, it says something lah, right? Um, no, and on on that yeah. note, right? Like that, there's one thing people say about straight times and all, but you know, like how we always say, you know, uh, you always hear, uh, we don't give local content a chance and all that. But I like if you look at the shows that the that CNA have been producing, um, mm, I think mm. the one recent one that I've heard a lot of people mention is the behind the prisons, lah. You know what happens mm, in prisons? Yeah. yeah, yeah, correct, correct. You know, like I met more than a handful of people who personally they told me, "Hey, have you seen this?" Or not? you have to watch it. Online, you see it. So so people can recognize quality content if it's there. And the yeah. whole argument that, oh, you know, we can't, like, uh, when, when when Straits Times or whatnot, like, um, or like, there, there, there is the potential for Singaporeans to really acknowledge uh, local content provider is good, lah, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I, yeah. I'm also seeing that in some Reddit threads as well, as well where people are saying, that, hey, we're not just blanket shitting on all uh, local publications or media outlets, right? Uh, like CNA has been doing a great job with their with their documentaries or mini documentaries that they put online. Some of which even star yeah. people we know, like Harish himself. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot and, about that. And, and, and uh, oh, like, yeah. like Rishi Budrani and, and friends and, and Jack <laughs> and Ray and friends like that, uh, So yeah, you yeah. know, I think credit is due where it, when 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 it's deserved, lah. Right. So. Uh, mm. We we see efforts that CNA is, is putting in into you know digitalizing and 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 finding a new audience online and all that and uh, yeah la. But where's with SPH like the I, I think yeah la, like what you say la, they they maybe that their, their PR they need to 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 think I mean the new management team all need to think a little bit more about the PR and how to how to position position themselves like, it doesn't make sense that everyone is saying one thing and then. And then they're living in this bubble where they like, oh, you know, no, that's not true. There's no sandbox that we play within. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah like, whatever you're saying is not true. It's fake news, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, you know, like this, it's like that scene where Obi-Wan is like just telling the stormtroopers, uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for. You know, and then, and then they expect people to just say, ah, okay, these aren't the droids we're looking for. I mean, I don't remember that scene, but I oh, get yeah, the gist yeah. of it. Like. No, not a real Star Wars <laughs> fan, but okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah. No, but in case like for for there are people like me who for the longest time were wondering, hey, CNA is owned by who? Uh? Straight Times owned by who? Basically, uh, just now when Terence mentioned that SPH at one point had a duopoly, uh, no, as a monopoly. Now, I mean, like the the other player in news is MediaCorp lah, because MediaCorp yep. is not owned by SPH. Yep. Um, so CNA is owned by MediaCorp lah. Yeah. So there is that 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 line down the middle lah. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think I think people should. Like uh, ask these questions, whether it's online or through MP or whatever. Like, like yeah, la, Why, you know, how how are they going to ensure that you know the quality, the content, and and the the, the editorial independence is maintained? Uh, with SPH. So, so just to keep yeah. them on their toes a bit more, lo, You know. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. like hashtag be like Leong Manwai, be like Manwai. No, not exactly like him, <laughs> but but do <laughs> do but ask, ask the questions. Ask the questions. No matter yeah. how awkward they might sound, just ask. Yeah, ask the questions. Just ask. Know. Don't need to sugarcoat. Just, just ask. First step is ask. to ask. Ask. Just ask. Yeah. But yeah. Ask. But um, mm. you know, uh, besides besides this very contentious issue in Parliament, there's uh, mm. with 
I, I I don't know. It's just been a there's just been a lot going on in Parliament in the last week or so, la. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is just the latest one that that we're we're focusing on as a goofy topic. I don't even know how to segue it because it's just it's just strange, la. But so yeah, what is this second in Parliament, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like literally, there have been so many things that have been happening in Parliament for mm. intense reasons and less intense, la. But the one <laughs> for our second more light-hearted topic is um. A speech by MP Sean Huang, who mm. is uh, MP for Jurong, uh, and he talks about you know Singapore's science and technology landscapes and how it's it's uh, there's a program uh, that was pushing the science and technology and and the cybersecurity pilot program and how successful it was and it that it touched his heart lah and then mm. he started kind of tearing up. And then uh, turned his attention to his daughter, who, who was talking about you know like and talked about how he wants her to grow up in Singapore that is and I quote tech enriched, inclusive, and above all, kind and loving in all we do. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, So so it was a tearjerker, um, and we just like <laughs> I just I wanted to talk about it because like what you said recently. The stuff coming out of Parliament is like um hmm is it feels a lot less uh, how you say uh, intense like people are just being a lot more open with what they want to share la, mm. which I'm not really used to la. yeah but isn't that being but, raw and authentic as do you, uh, Francis put it <laughs> I mean fuck lah then start a YouTube channel lah dude yeah yeah <laughs> because I mean like. I think we just spoke about it in the last uh, topic, was, uh, last podcast about um, how it was the the expiring degree, lah, right? Mm. Um, but turns out there were more ideas that were surfaced in Parliament, like um, regulating and reducing the number of bubble tea outlets, yeah. um, suggesting that baby shark or coco melon style songs could help Singaporean kids become green champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just feels like Parliament now. I can't tell whether it's for better or worse that people are being that raw, lah. Mm. But what? But what about you? Uh? Um, I I guess it's uh, I, a a lot of these are what what they call backbenchers, right? MPs, as in they don't have mm. like specific uh, they're not ministers or, or you know you know uh or very front facing in terms of uh policy uh communicating about different government policies like. So a lot of the what they're doing is trying to. Uh, put forward what their constituents are, are giving feedback to them about or or highlighting mm. issues that they, they think deserve some airtime in parliament, lah, right? And um, yeah. I, I I guess uh uh maybe maybe it's just that uh I don't know, maybe they've been given a KPI. They give they've been given a real KPI to <laughs> To to at least speak up with Parliament this this round, and at least like mm. say something that is uh that will be newsworthy, cause I I I don't know what the KPIs internally are lah, right? But uh, it yeah. seems like everyone is is going out of their way to to almost like try and say something controversial or do something controversial to get in the news lah, right? Uh, there was one yeah, MP influencers la. Yeah, there was one MP <laughs> who was. Question: I was talking about SAF and wearing uh, blue and yellow. Obviously, to obviously he thought he was very clearly communicating his support for Ukraine at this time, but the mm. relevance of it to what he was saying was not there. So it just seemed like a very egoistic, uh, a very egoistic maneuver, uh, you know. And mm. and and yeah, to to criticize bubble tea shops, which are which live in 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 which which is a is a small little treat for. For the average person on the street, lah, right? Every time you have a cup of bubble tea, mm. uh, to criticize that for some reason, it just seems like it just seems like such an anti-social move to do, lah, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, this guy, I think, mean, and this MP Sean Huang, I guess, talking about the success of cyber cybersecurity program, just doesn't seem very exciting in general, lah, Until you <laughs> throw in some tears, lah, right? And and put your put your daughter, also, uh, you know, bring up your daughter to to fulfill some promise of. Of a more tech inclusive, uh, Singapore for her lah. So yeah, I don't know. Man. How come you? How come you never tear up when you talk about your kid on the podcast? I do, Why I tears? do. I also tear up. It's just you don't see my face that much lah. Whereas, uh, speaking in Parliament is is your face is right there front and center 
and, and you have to But I cannot detect any <laughs> any hint of tears in your voice, no. Yeah, no, no, you're so stone cold. Because it's not the Why appropriate cold, platform. Bro? It's not the appropriate platform, you know. That's my I think that's the whole point of what we've been talking about the last two sessions, uh, is that you know, you gotta find the appropriate platform to talk about things like that, lah. Not to sit there and self congratulate or, or or I mean, I'm sure that the constituents bring up more important things than congratulating you on your cybersecurity program and all, lah. So so, <laughs> find something better to tear up about, lah. Not your not something where you're just patting yourself on the back, lah, Right. Actually, and yeah, and and don't don't get us wrong. We're we're like we're not we're not sh- uh, like kind of shitting on MPs who tear up in parliament and all because like I do remember one that that got to me as well like it was Lawrence Wong when he was talking and he teared up do you remember last year after COVID yeah and he was talking um, about frontliners uh, right yeah and that one I'm like wow okay that one can feel it like, and mm. you know he's on he's at the front line for the polit- pol- politicians combating like a global fucking emergency like. so you yeah. tear up okay like, that one can slide like, that one can slide yeah, but this yeah. one it just feels like then let's say this guy does well in parliament and he gets you know bigger and bigger roles and he really has to be on some MMTF panel or whatever stuff well that will be the floodgates every week no <laughs> yeah imagine if he's tearing up about a, a successful cyber security program uh. imagine it was it was anything bigger like like yeah, like the MTF uh, or what like you said uh. well this guy will be he'll but, need a counsellor on hand uh, straight away to help him but okay but maybe okay. Even if this really struck a chord with him, right? It just felt like um, how you say uh, uh like maybe Theatrics, maybe it yeah it it comes across as that even if it's really authentic and sincere, right? It mm. comes across as that like which is which is unfortunate like, because maybe his 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 kid or his his own experience, uh, people can get emotional over different things, right? Uh, mm. Like um. If I have to talk about uh, masala oh, tea or something, yeah, actually, that's an interesting question. Uh, is there? I guess is there something that you maybe get emotional, like where you come close to tears almost, lah? Uh, that 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 you that I mean that happens to you that you think actually if people knew about it, they might find it like really stranger. Uh? Oh, you mean like something emotional? Uh? I yeah. would say most of the things that is I every time every time emotional. menu every time menu scores a goal, you nearly cry. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like men, <laughs> when menu scores a goal, I don't even remember what it feels like anymore, like, Oh, yeah, you've given up already. Okay. I, I, w- I, w- I would say there's, there's nothing out of the ordinary, Like, oh. yeah, I mean, like for fiance or my mom or or some some stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I think I'm quite, I can be quite an emotional person. Mm. Um, mm. but most of the things I get emotional about, nothing like. Not say like I see a frog on the pathway and all, and I'm like, oh my god, the wonder of nature, and cry lah. But mm. but what about you? No, I I I when I when things uh especially art uh, when there's a creative flow, when I sense a creative flow in a work of art, or or I see someone in a creative flow, that actually brings me to tears, man. Like if I see a very well executed mm. scene in a in a in a show or something, right. Where I knew because of the background of what we do, where I know the the amount of effort it took to get there to do that one shot or to get the audience to react like that or to get the emotional high from the audience, right? That that makes me choke up. So so I can so it's literally where I can watch like an action sequence or even a horror sequence and I can tear up from that. You see, uh, because mm. it's just done so well where I felt so much that I was like, oh my god, this is what it means to create something fantastic, lah. Yeah, that that happens to me quite a lot when I watch when I watch shows. Uh. So so sometimes when you mm. I can be like watching an action movie or even a comedy and in the middle of it like Transformers like, or something. Yeah, Transformers and I can I can crying. like the special effects are so fantastic for that moment that I can just my the tears start welling up in my eyes. Like you know the last time so that happened saying, to me, I think was when I watched um Scream in the cinemas. Like like the horror really, movie yeah. Scream. Yeah, because it's just like the way it harked back to the you know, the original and Pay tribute and all that. I just felt it was all perfect, like, And then I was like, "What is this? This is a creative flow," and I'm like tear, tearing up already. So you're saying like, I mean, a lot of people cry during emotional scenes. You're saying yeah. that even the least emotional scenes in movie that if executed well, right, can yeah. make you tear up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like, like yeah. you know, the Dark Knight where the the scene where the the, the whole truck flips and everything. When the truck mm. flipped, wow, merely the tears start coming for me, man. Because <laughs> to me, it's like, wow, oh, that's come, just right? executed so well, it's edited so well, everything's perfect, you know? 
Oh, how come I only just finding out about this? Uh? Maybe I never watch movies with you. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, we don't sit. Like, you don't sit next to me and watch movies and all that. What? I, I just uh, movies. But even if I sit, I won't be staring at your face, lah. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. So, so and, and it's not something that I will go around telling people. Hey, I just cried watching that <laughs> or anything like that, right? <laughs> exactly, it's, it'll be them weird, lah, right? So it's like a bit like what this Sean Huang is doing, lah. Maybe, maybe okay, like, like so what you say. Maybe he feels something a lot for his daughter or what, lah, right? I don't mean mm, we we, yeah. we don't want to make light of of his feelings for his daughter. Maybe for some yeah. special reason or whatever, his daughter's birthday means a lot to him and all. Uh, mm. It's just the way that he linked it to the cybersecurity program that was a bit strange, right? And it, it, well, yeah, it would maybe, help yeah, for maybe. him to come out. You know, like how I'm explaining to you now about why why I tear up sometimes when I watch like movies and all, right? And it's not about the emotional yeah, scene. Yeah. It's just about just watching everything come together and knowing that the amount of work that went on behind it. Um, yeah, yeah. Now you, you you hear my explanation and it's not as weird already, right? Yeah, like, it makes sense. But but it yeah. would be it's weird like if like you, were... you watch Transformers together and then suddenly you turn and then you see me like bawling my eyes out and all that, right? <laughs> no, even that one, even that one, it might like, I don't know, like dig up some emotions. If you told me after watching Transformers, like let's say recently you watched Spider-Man, right? You're uh. like, well, you know, when the three of them were standing there, I cried. I'll be like, hey, fuck you, lah, okay? This is the most <laughs> bullshit recommendation ever. Go, go, go. Spider-Man also a lot. Spider-Man, a lot of, a lot. Spider-Man, <laughs> a lot of moments, I'm like choking back, really, choking back the tears. Wow, yeah, yeah. See, see if you told me that, right, I'll see you just, Terrence, shut yeah, up. Yeah. Just shut the hell up. I'm going to watch it. I don't need you to sugar <laughs> it up. Then then you will fall in the camp of Josephine Teo, lah, where you're buttering up something that, that just... Just uh, doesn't need to be buttered up like, or shouldn't be buttered up. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, speaking of Josephine Teo, that would have been the link because she also cried in pub- in Parliament last time. Mm, correct, correct, correct. She did. Well, what yeah. was it? What was the? What was it for? Uh I think it was for. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it was related to, to COVID ish. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, it, it was about the uh, MOM helping uh, people bounce back, lah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it was, I, I, it was uh, you, again, but again, like that one, that's a big portfolio, lah. When she was working for MOM and everything, right? You know, remember yeah, the foreign yeah, workers yeah. in the dorms and the spread of COVID in the dorms and everything. So that was like, yeah, it could. I mean, I don't blame her, lah. I mean, as much as people want to say why on it, but but I don't blame her, you know, because it might have been a moment. Yeah, it was a momentous effort, lah. Right, to try and contain mm. COVID in the the dorms. So again, you know, comparing like the, her her tearing up to this Sean Huang tearing up, I think it's like oh, very different. Uh. So basically, if anyone is going to tear up in a public setting, make sure that you give the full context yeah, uh, of why you're tearing up. La. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct, yeah. correct. Why, if not, why if not people think the them, they'll, they'll think, wow, shit, I got to come up to you and like console you or something, la, right? You know? Yeah. Because even... Like there's another clip of PM Lee also holding back tears, but he mm. was talking. You could feel it, lah. You could feel yeah. it. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, feel it. Yeah, you could feel yeah. it. Or sometimes, sometimes, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, even for me, sometimes, like when I go to a concert and listen to music, right, and it's just this like fantastic mm. moment where I can see the musician is totally into it, also, and this like mm. he's been building up his whole life for this moment that he can perform it to people. That 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 that, that makes me. That that also gives me a real high, lah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that one, that one for me, for me as well. Yeah, like, yeah. like I guess building on what you say, like, like people who are really, uh, like live performers, even if it's on TV, right? If they're really fucking giving it, they are all right. That one, that one gets to me, lah. That mm. one gets to me. Yeah, sports also, and sports also. I mean, you see, it in sports. Oh yeah, also. sports also, yeah, sports yeah, also. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I mean, correct, it's, correct. It's, it's okay to cry. Crying is not the issue. It's just the context of what you're crying about and whether it's understandable to most people, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, this Maybe he needs to release a Facebook context. video. He needs to release a Facebook video to explaining explaining why he's why he was crying. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's his next thing. Uh. Mm, mm. Maybe that's his next thing. Uh. Next Social thing. media. Yeah. Well, cool. But yeah, man. Cool. Uh, after a week of the competitive supply debates, uh, we have there's been yes. a lot of topics, uh, been a lot of interesting topics for us to talk about. But uh, let's yeah. look inward again and look at our our own comments on our post on our uh, uh, whether subreddit or Instagram or what, and and highlight what is your one shock comment this round. Ah uh, wait, would you like to go first as I pull it up? Uh yeah sure, I think uh 
the 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 one short comment I have uh, is actually uh, quite recently from um, the from a from one of our listeners called Majestic Economist Six, mm, mm, uh, who mm. is the official pastor, uh, actual pastor who has also um, commented before on our subreddit lah. And he's and he's mm. there to talk about why to shed some light on why the Singapore government is so unwilling to repeal three seven seven A. And uh, mm. essentially, I mean, I'll, I'll leave. I'll let you guys read the read the answer itself. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's 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 uh it's fantastic that we have someone who's a pastor who's commenting on from his official position uh, within the church, but also giving his own personal opinion about it as well, lah. And uh, mm-hmm. we, I think it's uh, because like Harish and I, we were talking about, you know, we were. I think at one point I was saying, uh, let's try not to paint too broad a picture of all Christians or all, all of the church being against uh, repealing three seven seven A, lah, right? And then I mm-hmm. think uh, this is a good example of of why, lah. Yeah. Hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh. My my one short comment um, is actually the fact that I, I think a few episodes ago I mentioned my one short thing as uh, a song from this local band I am David Sparkle. Yep. Um, and turns out they listen to the podcast and they message us on Instagram. So, oh, so shout out to you guys, man. Wow. Yeah. So so I just found it pretty cool, uh, like uh, because I I really do still listen to those some of my favorite songs of theirs. Uh, it's actually one of my playlists called Calm the Fuck Down. Like oh. it just it just helps me me like just okay calm the fuck down uh yeah okay. so so when they message I was like hey shit we had a chat and yeah shout out to them if they're listening to this as well oh. it's it's cool like for a one shot thing to take go on to the next level yeah 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 so so what you're you're now friends with them on 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 uh, I mean. I guess Instagram friends. <laughs> Why you have to make it awkward, Terence? No, what I'm just asking. What if the like, person whoa. listening now here is like, we're not friends. Oh, okay. We just exchange DMs. Got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, man. Okay. 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 I'm just yeah. just asking. I'm just asking. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Uh, so so cool. So cool. that that's that's good to hear. Uh, and how about your one shook thing? Your recommendation for for this this session of the podcast. This episode. Uh, my, my one short thing was um yeah a recent podcast I listened to from Tim Ferriss uh mm. where he had a chat with Hugh Jackman, mm, okay. and it was super cool because uh I mean even Tim Ferriss himself said that you know there's always this fear that when you meet your heroes they'll turn out to be nothing like you imagine like but he said Hugh Jackman who is known for a while is is exactly like that and he was just having a conversation with Hugh about what. What in what gave him the values he holds dear today? How how he came across uh, acting and and why he finds the stage his his biggest home ground? And it's it's conventional questions, yes, but just like you can tell the sincerity for for Hugh Jackman. And he talked about how you know he maintains relationships uh, with his kids, with his wife, and he just seems like a a pretty pretty awesome dude, la. Mm. Um, and I took away certain things from it. I was like, yeah, even. He talked. Uh, I think he he early on he had to make some decisions whether to like accept a part of um, on neighbors, which at that time when he was twenty two was like a breeding ground for this American uh, Australian stars that would a lot of whom went on to Hollywood and to decide between that or get to studying acting for three years la. and then he decided to go study acting la, and he talked about his thought process there and all and I thought yeah I really enjoyed the podcast and mm. quite a lot to take away in terms of how to. How to live uh, a life in the creative field while also maintaining the relationships around you, mm, It was great, man. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I Hugh liked it Jackman, more than I expected. Hugh Jackman himself, uh, gone, gone. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, Tim, Tim Ferriss, and Hugh Jackman. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Tim Ferriss on uh, Hugh Jackman on Tim Ferriss's podcast, uh. I see. I see. Uh, yeah. What about what about you? Man? Yeah, my one shock thing is uh, just recently I discovered that the filming for Indiana Jones Five. You know the Indiana Jones franchise, the latest movie in the Indiana Jones franchise has actually uh, concluded already. So mm. uh, apparently, this is going to be the final, the final, final Indiana Jones because uh, Harrison Ford is pretty much already, I think, close to eighty or something already. Yeah? Uh, 
oh, but yeah, shit. they're gonna they're gonna find a way to round off the whole franchise lah, and 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 hopefully hopefully uh, send it off the way in, in the way it deserves to be sent off lah. You know, I think the oh. the last one was a big disappointment wow. for a lot of people. The 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 last one of Shia LaBeouf and all. But uh, yeah, this one, I think now, the, this one was originally supposed to be Steven Spielberg directing it, but they handed it over to uh, the director who did, um, remember Logan? The awesome... Uh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Hugh Jackman, so yeah, uh, Logan, uh, which was uh, like Hugh Jackman's final, supposedly final hurrah as, as Wolverine, right? Which was a great send-off mm. for the character. So uh, yeah, apparently they've they found a way to... to to hand off, uh, hand, at least say say thank you and goodbye to Harrison Ford and his franchise uh, with another movie lah. So I, I I mean I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan, so looking for, really looking forward to to how that's all going to pan out lah. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, Harrison Ford is almost like eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, I think damn. they 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 finished filming like on the I don't know fourteenth anniversary or since. Uh, 14 or 13 how many years since like the last movie came out la, in 2010 or something mm. like that so it's a uh, yeah it's just a uh, uh, you know hopefully that it writes all the wrongs from that last from the last Indiana Jones fall la. oh wow shit yeah I don't, I don't think I saw the fourth one but you said it, was, it wasn't wasn't worth it yeah I mean it's just kind of uh, it was very clear they were trying to like start a new Indiana Jones franchise with Shia LaBeouf as like the son of Indiana Jones and all that. Oh. But but Shia LaBeouf in, in the in the ensuing years has, you know, become kind of weird as a as an actor and all. And uh I don't think anyone can see him playing Indiana Jones in another franchise or what lah. Yeah. So he's not in the show, he's not in the show. I don't think he's in this one. But yeah, he was in oh, Indiana okay, Jones okay, Fall. Okay. But uh yeah and then and then they also brought in Aliens and you know, alien life and all that into the Indiana Jones universe, oh, which is, is which is, and then the graphics weren't great and all that, so it's just a bit strange, uh, Yeah, I see. I because see. I, I mean, like oh. like a bit like the original Star Wars, Indiana Jones prided itself on like a lot of uh, practical effects, like, Right, which which made mm. which made it so charming uh, when it was first when it first came out. And all whereas when you start bringing aliens and special effects and CGI and all. It's just a bit strange, like, you know, the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. So this is almost like going back to, to what made the first few work, lah. Correct, correct, correct. So hopefully hopefully they have it figured out, lah. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Good start to the week. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>